Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing, we uh, let me remind you again, we must rejoice in the things that God is doing. Look around you and see what God is doing and rejoice in those things. You know, the devil is subtle, and I had to bring him up this reservoir that I had. It's very subtle because he, he, he points out what he is doing many times. And he show us what he is doing. And when he does evil in the world, he wants to pin it at God. <laughs> I guess what we do, we keep talking about that evil. You, you notice how the news can talk about evil? It will be there 24-7. Turn the TV on, you hear the evil. The next day, you hear the evil. The evil, the evil, the evil. And then we get to talk about it also. But it never talk about the good. Hallelujah. What God is doing. God is doing a lot of good. God is working. Beloved, God is at work in the earth realm doing good. Let's talk about the goodness of God. This is the day he made. He gives me life. That's the goodness of God. He gives me his favor. That's the goodness of God. He gives me health. Let's talk about it. Thank God that I wake up on this Wednesday morning and I'm healthy. And I'm in my sound mind. Let's go out and tell someone. Look at what God has done. He has woken me up. He kept me in my sound mind. He kept me out of the hospital. That is God. That is the goodness of God. In Psalms chapter 19, verse 3 and 4, it says, There is no speech nor language where their voice is not, not heard. heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. So I remember when Pastor taught on this se several years back about everything that we speak, it's a cord, cord. and it re it's released from our mouth. And it's grabbed by some power yeah. in order to bring it to pass. So if we're speaking negative, it's grabbed by negative power to bring yeah. it to pass. If we're speaking positive, it's grabbed by positive power to bring it to pass. It says there, there is no, no speech, speech nor language, language where their voice is not heard. And then in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, it tells us that death and life are in the power, power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. And those who love it will eat it its fruit. fruit. So we eat the fruit of and the word, word that, that we sow. Oh, you just fired me up here. Yeah. We eat <laughs> the fruit of the words word. that we sow. So we have to be careful what we come in agreement with. We have to be mindful of what the word of God says in that situation because it is the final authority. It must be 
the final authority. If you do not have a final authority in a situation, you're going to continue to be double-minded. You're going to continue to be shakable because you're moving from opinion to opinion to opinion. There must be a final authority. There must be a final authority in the home. There must be a final authority at the workplace. Otherwise, there's going to be a whole bunch of chaos. And as Christians, the word of God is our final authority. We find the place where it is written, and that's it. We tell our emotions, back up off me. I'm operating in the truth of God's word. Listen, the Bible says, whatsoever thing is good, whatsoever thing is lovely, whatsoever thing is pure, whatsoever thing that is of good report, Meditate. Think on those things. Speak those things. That's where our old mind through the day should center around good. Let me remind you, make your day count, family. God is good. And there is no evil in him or the Anything coming from God is what? 100% good. Nothing evil. We, we got to assassinate that lying spirit that God said evil. God does not say evil. He can't. It is impossible. God is pure. And no evil is coming from him. You can show me in the word of God where God is sending evil. He doesn't send evil. He sent Jesus Christ. Let me just let me just correct you there. He doesn't send evil. He sent Jesus Christ. Evil is from the dark side. Evil is from the dark side. And we gravitate onto it. Because God is good. And I, I'm gonna teach that all the time, mm-hmm. tell people. God is love. He can be love and hate at the same time. In James chapter one, verses sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. Yes. He tells us, do not be deceived, yeah. my beloved brethren. Come on. Every good gift comes there. and every perfect gift comes from where? is from above yes. and comes down from the Father of lights, yes. with whom there is no variation no or shadow, shadow of, of turning. turning. Out of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So, it's telling us clearly there every good and perfect thing comes from God. above. It comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation. There's no changing. There's no shifting. There's no shadow of turning. And when we think about just in the natural world, when something is um, in total alignment with the sun, it casts no shadow. So he's saying when we are in alignment with his word, there will be no shadow of death to bring fear upon us. When we are in alignment with his word, we will be able to operate and to bring forth. You are, he's telling us, we are the first fruits of him. So God is working through us to bring forth his kingdom into the earth realm. He is counting on us. And Paul tells us in Philippians chapter 4, all those different attributes, all those different meditation points that Pastor Bedford was just sharing of how we get the God of peace with us. So that's in Philippians chapter 4, starting at verse 4. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. 
Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, Come on. whatever things are noble, Come on. whatever things are just, That's right. whatever things are pure, yes. whatever things are lovely, yes. whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. things. These things which these. you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will yes, be with you. Do. And we know that the Come person on. who is writing this letter, Paul, he was previously Saul. He was a madman. Yes. He thought because of his religious knowledge that he had a free pass, that he knew everything. He was getting letters from different um, rulers to go into different regions to persecute people who were following Jesus Christ. And his whole life changed. His mind was transformed. The same kingdom that he was working to destroy, he then became a partaker of, a beneficiary of, and then worked and established it. So he went from being have on his having on his conscience murders, having on his conscience, imprisonment, women, children, anybody who's following um, Jesus Christ. And now he's establishing the kingdom of God. Now he's able to direct people of how to operate in this mind of peace that surpasses all understanding. He says, you can't think about all that chaos. If it's not true, it's not for you. That's the first thing there on the list in verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, how many times do we plague our mind because we're meditating on things that are not, not true. true? If it's not true, it's not for you. So if it's not true, get it out your mind. If they said it but it's not true, get it out your mind. How do we do that? How do we get it out of our mind? Well, the Bible says that we have the authority to cast down every imagination. We have the authority to rebuke any, any thought that comes in disobedience to Christ. So after we do that, then we must plant a new system in our mind. So we must put things in there to meditate on. We can't just have a um, blank, void mind. There must be positive things in there that we're meditating on that are taking up that space. Because in Jeremiah, he says in uh, chapter 1, he says to pull down, to destroy, to throw down. And then he says to build and to plant. So we know just in the physical world, if your garden is overgrown and you go out there and you pull up all the weeds, all the thistles, and you're out there sweating for eight hours using all your tools, doing all this stuff, and you pull everything out, but you never plant a new system in there, it's going to be the same way that it was before. Not because you went out there and planted the, the tares, but because that's just what happened. If you would plant a new system in there, you put plants in there, you put things that are going to um, procreate after themselves in that space, then you have a totally different piece of land there because you have sowed into it. You have planted into it a new system. So the old system is going to have some resistance if it tries to return. But if you just leave it a vast, desolate piece of ground in your yard, it's going to return back in the same condition. So though you sweated, though you bought whatever you saw in the infomercial from TV to try to get your yard right, if you just abandon it and never plant a new system, it's going to go back to the same condition. So so it is with our mind. Mind transformation is a miracle. 
when mind transformation takes place, we begin to see heaven in earth. And there's things that we do in order to transform the mind. And Paul clearly tells us right there the things that we must meditate on. Whatsoever is good. You got, we have to start to speak the way God speaks. We have to train our mind to speak the way God speaks. Someone says, how does God speak? His word. In the beginning was the word, John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. And the word is God. So when we start to speak the word, we are speaking the way God speaks. We are lining up ourselves according to the way God is. So let us start to meditate on the word of God. Let us meditate on things that are good. Let us meditate on things that are lovely. Let us meditate on things that are pure. Let's start to talk about what God is doing all around us. And quit talking about what the devil is doing around us. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 11 through 12, Paul says, O Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. So he's telling them, look, there's freedom. We've spoken openly to you. We've told you everything that you need to know. Our heart is wide open. We've loved you. We're not restricting you in any way. You're being restricted by your own affections, the things that you are allowing to remain when you have the power to dismiss them. Pastor Beckford always teaches, change isn't change until, until you, you change. change. And the things that you tolerate will never, never change. change. The things you tolerate will never change. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. Home for the very best in contemporary Christian music. 91.5 FM, WMIE. It's time to let the light in, let the light in. What's Hello, everyone, and welcome to Turn the Light On with Pastor Kevin Radlin and friends. Turn the Light On is a topical study of the Bible and how these topics apply to everyday life for each one of us. Join us today as we look at the Bible, life as a believer in Christ,